Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A new vaccine shipment has arrived, and so shots are back in New York. But line jumping is being reported at a hospital in New Jersey and in Manhattan. Out-of-towners, stay home. City residents only at one vaccination site. I'm Sean Adams at the Armory in Washington Heights. Restaurateurs, rejoice. Indoor dining may be coming back to the city. We'll have a plan uh, for the New York City restaurants by the end of the week. I'm Marla Diamond. Homeland Security warns Americans about being attacked by Americans. The first HHS secretary tells us. There's a lot of intelligence and information gathering now, and we know the FBI is all over this. News about the Nets, Mets, and Mets. The Mets trade Stephen Matz to the Blue Jays. The Nets outlast the Hawks in overtime for their third straight win. This is Brad Heller. This is Thursday, January 28th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Hey, good morning. Good to have you with us. It's Wayne Cabot. It is a brand new day, and we're going to get the extraordinary, never-before-issued warning by our Department of Homeland Security about Americans wanting to harm Americans. DVEs, they call them, domestic violent extremists, from Secretary Tom Ridge, the first to run that department. But let's get to a more immediate matter first. This morning, we take one step forward toward vaccination and one step backward. Good news is 15 vaccine hubs are reopening today in the city with a new shipment coming in from Pfizer and Moderna. The disturbing news, people being people, are jumping the line where they can. We've heard various reports. Money seems to help. And now... There's a report this morning that Hunterdon Medical Center has been letting wealthy donors and family jump the line. A whistleblower contacted New Jersey 101.5 to say that hospital officials' young adult children also got the shot at a time when only frontline health care workers and long-term care residents were allowed. We have reached out to the hospital this morning for comment. In a statement to 101.5, it said that only when there was a risk of the supply going to waste was the vaccine offered to otherwise ineligible people. New York City has gotten so many complaints about out-of-towners swooping in for shots at the armory that they're clamping down now with new rules this morning. Let's hear about that from Sean Adams in the Heights. Sean, what's the problem? Well, you know, in the absence of a truly organized vaccine rollout, people, once eligible, they're basically left to hunt for an available appointment, 
all on their own. So if you don't find one near your home, well, what do you do? Well, you look around. Maybe you get lucky at another location, and that is exactly what has happened here in Washington Heights. Out-of-towners, uh, and from what we can tell, mainly folks from uh, up in the northern burbs, they've been coming here to the armory. Now, that has upset people in the neighborhood. So New York Presbyterian has uh, changed course here. Existing appointments will be honored, but from now on, New York City residents only at the armory. 60% of doses will go to folks from Upper Manhattan and the South Bronx. Here's Mayor de Blasio. That's who the opportunity should be focused on. The mayor wants to see more community outreach. New York Presbyterian responds it is working hand-in-hand with churches and community organizations. Wayne? What does the new vaccine shipment do for the long wait? Well, you know, that dwindling supply forced the closure of uh, several vaccination sites in New York City this week. So uh, the fresh delivery, uh, that means they can reopen. We're talking about 15 locations. Uh, So there is hope on the horizon here. The Biden administration pledges to boost shipments 16 percent. That's not the mother load, but it might help move along the lines step by step. Thank you, Sean. Also reporting from Manhattan this morning, we have Marla Diamond with what must be joy at the prospect of restaurants reopening tomorrow. Looks like their pressure campaign is working. Marla, uh, what's the plan to keep the uh, indoor air safe for people to take their masks off and chow down? Well, Wayne, city restaurants did have indoor dining for a brief time last fall, so they're ready and they are eager to get it back. With the UV light and our back and you know, the proper, uh, really, really intense filters. Everybody wears masks all the time. We're constantly washing our hands. Lisa Fernandez, a former Top Chef contestant, opened her first restaurant in Bushwick just before the pandemic started. We never imagined we would be essentially a takeout restaurant. So, you know, just getting at least 25% of the seats back inside again will help us to, you know, try to hit some of these projections and these numbers that we really need to hit to stay to stay in business. Governor Cuomo surprised restaurant owners yesterday when he said he is working with the community and elected officials on a plan to reopen safely as new, more contagious variants of the virus surge. All right, so you mentioned the restaurants are ready because they already did this before. What do New Yorkers tell you about eating indoors with the virus still raging? Well, New Yorkers have differing opinions as to whether they themselves would eat indoors. But one thing they agree on is saving the city's restaurants. Dining out is such a part of the culture that we're seeing slip away as more and more restaurants uh, shutter for good. Without help from the state or federal government, restaurants need some way to make it through the winter. Indoor dining is one small step. Marla, thank you. And it's the Morning News Roundup. We have a little slight breach of etiquette here from Joe Connolly, our friend. And normally we have three things to know, and uh, Joe has four big business stories, kind of like jumping from double dog dare to triple dog, but that's okay, Joe. What's up? How about this, Wayne? Number one, Apple had quarterly sales of more than $100 billion for the first time in its history. Yes, that's $100 billion with a B in sales in the last three months led by sales of new iPhones, but everything was up from iPads to the App Store. Facebook had record profits, and a surge in digital ads as people staying at home use Facebook more often to stay in touch. And Mark Zuckerberg said people don't want politics and fighting to take over Facebook. Tesla had record deliveries for its first profitable year, and Tesla will increase production And the 1,700% gain in struggling and money-losing companies promoted on Reddit has paused, for the moment anyway. 
Long-held strategies of evaluating company fundamentals have gone out the window in favor of momentum, while the individual investors are rejoicing at their newfound riches playing the market. The pros are reeling from their losses. Some of them are. Some individuals at home posted photos of their accounts up tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the Wall Street Journal says the power dynamics shifted on Wall Street and individual investors playing long shots won big, at least for now, and are relishing it. Wayne? Joe, uh, you know, my, my kids have been asking about this whole uh, GameStop thing, and, uh, <laughs> and, and my daughter found something she sent to me. I'll just tell you the first line of it. It says, Let's say five bananas currently cost $10 and an ape has five bananas. That's, that's, that's how they're beginning this explanation. I'm going to send that along to you and, and, you know, wonder what you have to think about that. It's One a of the really... people on Reddit yesterday said you have to decide now whether to sell your stocks or keep them. And to decide, look at the price-to-earnings ratio on GameStop. But GameStop has no earnings. Yeah. <laughs> it's losing money. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to wrap our heads around this. Thank yeah. you, Joe Connolly. Uh, we'll keep on top of what is really a fascinating story, best we can understand it. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Let's get the weather day ahead now on the Morning News Roundup. Craig Allen is here with the Exergen forecast. Craig. It is below freezing, too, out there. So, uh, But I'll tell you something. If that water main had broken and uh, we were about 24 hours beyond, it would be a terrible icy mess because it is just going to get so cold for the next oh, about two days worth, three days worth, we might be sub-freezing out there. Clouds will be uh, giving way to some sunshine as we go through the day today. Gusty wind, 30 to 35. Clear tonight, 15 and closer to 10 north and west. Wind chills down near zero. And tomorrow, only 25 for a high. The wind chills staying between 5 and 15 all afternoon. Even Saturday will not get above the freezing mark, 25 to 30, despite the sunshine. Right now, 29, humidity 58%. Today, it's 30 to 35. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Thursday morning, we've been seeing in the last couple of days, especially editorials and online comments about how unfair it is that people, mostly minorities, are still getting arrested for having even small amounts of weed while lawmakers delay what voters approved. Well, the governor of New Jersey has some news about the people who are still being arrested, and that's in this report from our Christy Kalishian. The last thing Governor Murphy says he wants is for kids to get tied up in the legal system for weed possession. But another driving principle for supporting legal weed in the state is... The voters voted to legalize adult-use marijuana. It's said it right on the referendum, 21 and up, that's always been the case. The governor now has until February 8th to approve or veto two Senate bills, one legalizing weed, the other decriminalizing it. When asked what the holdup is and his action on them, he said legalizing it while respecting the principles surrounding youth possession is not an easy process. I think to somebody who's recently been arrested in Paramount, for, for, if I've got this wrong, you'll correct me, but the Attorney General has asked for a stay in any prosecutions, at least through to the end of March. And I remain an optimist as a general matter that we're going to get to a better place, and I hope sooner than later. All right, there's Governor Murphy. What's key to know is that February 8th deadline that Christie mentioned in that report. February 8th is the deadline because if the governor does not act by then, then legally the bills automatically become law anyway. 
It's the Morning News Roundup on Thursday. So much baseball news. Brad Heller is here. The Mets trade away their longest tenured player. Hey, Wayne, good morning. Stephen Matz, who was drafted out of high school from Long Island in 2009, is headed to the Toronto Blue Jays in exchange for three pitching prospects. One of them, Sean Reed Foley, has big league experience. He's made 13 starts the last couple of years for Toronto. Matz had his worst season as a big leaguer in 2020, 0-5 in ERA near 10. But you know what? He was always there at his locker to answer questions, good or bad. He also had a tremendous impact in the community. He will be missed in many ways. The Mets also reportedly signing lefty reliever Aaron Loop. He spent last season with the Rays. Assistant GM Zach Scott has been promoted to acting GM. The Yankees were also busy yesterday. They had to have a deal now with sidearm right-hander Darren O'Day. They announced the DJ LeMahieu and Corey Kluber contracts. Also Wayne Masahiro Tanaka. We knew this was coming, but Tanaka officially headed back to Japan after seven seasons in the Bronx. Hey, uh, Brad, the Nets have uh, ridden their big three to an overtime win. Yeah, what a game in Atlanta. They survived against the Hawks, 132-128. Kevin Durant, 32 points. James Harden, 31. He had 15 assists. Kyrie Irving, 26. Here is Kyrie on Harden's assimilation. We just want him to, you know, come into this group and not so much think about fitting in, but just just being who he is. We, we want him to continue to progress and grow, and I think – all of us realize that we still have a level to get to, you know, individually and then collectively as a group. Nets have now won three straight. They are 12-8, and eight, Wayne. The road trip continues tomorrow night in Oklahoma City. Thank you, Brad Heller on Sports WCBS. It's time for our three things to know. Let's begin with a problem right now happening for drivers. I'm Tom Kaminsky in Chopper 880. We've got a problem in Long Island City with a big water main break on Vernon Boulevard at 41st Avenue. This is directly underneath the 59th Street Bridge, uh, right at the Queensboro House, uh, the Queensbridge houses uh, here in Long Island City. The word that we're just getting from the FDNY is that there is no water service at all in those apartment buildings. We'll keep you posted there. Tom Kaminsky, Chopper 880. Thank you, Tom. Second thing to know, Pakistan has freed the man convicted in the 2002 beheading of New Jersey-born Wall Street Journal reporter Daniel Pearl. The killer was sentenced to die. Now he has been pardoned. Third thing, the extraordinary warning yesterday from the Department of Homeland Security had issued a bulletin that says over the next three weeks, there will be a heightened threat against Americans from Americans who are furious about the election outcome egged on by false narratives and emboldened by the attack on the Capitol with vague plans by homegrown right-wing extremists to carry out something else. The department gives them a name. They call them DVEs, domestic violence extremists. It is jarring for DHS to warn us about each other. It has never done that before. The first Homeland Security Secretary under President George W. Bush, Republican Tom Ridge of Pennsylvania, spoke with us yesterday about the bioterror threat from abroad, so we followed up. There's another threat that we've known about, too. It's about these extremists who call themselves patriots. Uh, why didn't our government stop them at the Capitol? I don't know what the intelligence uh, uh, said uh, to us and, and, and what uh, information was shared, but let's be very clear. Uh, if we spend a lot of time looking in the rearview mirror, we'll be ill-prepared either for another situation that occurred on January 6th Let's get the lessons learned and apply them and make sure it never happens again. 
Wouldn't it be necessary, though, to look in the rearview mirror to see if there are bad actors in our ranks? Lloyd Austin, the new defense secretary, has said he's going to rid the ranks of extremists, says the military can't win battles if it's fighting enemies within its own ranks. You're an army man. You've worked with military leaders. Uh, Wayne, don't misinterpret what I said. You know, I think there's a lot of uh, intelligence and information gathering now, and we know the FBI is all over this. They've already arrested 70 or 80 individuals. And I think this is just the beginning of that investigation. And my view is you follow that evidentiary trail and at the end, justice will prevail. As an American who served in the army, as an American leader who's worked with the military, what was your reaction to those invading our Capitol buildings, especially the military members? I was angry. I was enraged. Enraged. I was disappointed we weren't better prepared. I can't understand why we weren't. And they will certainly get into that. But the whole, listen, let me put it in perspective for you. On 9-11, I went to Shanksville a couple hours after the flight went down and there was nothing but a smoldering hole. And we knew men and women from all walks of life given their lives to make sure that the Capitol wasn't breached by terrorists. And less than 20 years later, the Capitol is breached by American citizens. Americans attack the Citadel of Liberty and they question throughout for months and months the most basic and most fundamental institution in America, and that's our ability to elect our leaders with a series of lies, of fabrications. Let's be aggressive. Let's pursue all those that were responsible. And damn it, let's hold them accountable to every possible conceivable way. Mr. Secretary, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you, Wayne. Good talking to you. And may all your listeners be well and be safe. Thank you, Wayne. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 